New jingle, new voices. Welcome to this special guest season of Retrain Your Brain with me, chartered psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang. In this season, I am privileged to speak to so many well-being guest experts to learn all about their field and to give you loads of practical tips and tools to live your best life. It is my pleasure to introduce my next guest for hopefully the first of many appearances in the lounge. It's author and coach Nicole Etienne. Welcome to the lounge, Nicole. Thank you so much, Audrey, for having me. I'm so grateful to be here today. Well, you know, it's such a pleasure because, listeners, I like to chat with my guests before we go on air. And your energy, Nicole, it's your vibe is so positive. I already feel amazing. So thank you for that. Oh, I'm so glad I can help just by presence being here. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, I think some people do that. I think some people can walk into a room and immediately you feel that brightness and and hopefully listeners you'll feel that as well as we go through this interview now Nicole you have written a book Oliver's Travels a trip to Wembley Stadium which is all about a little boy with autism who likes traveling on the bus now what inspired you to write this book okay so first and foremost I'm a mom of a young adult with autism so having this lived experience also prompted me to write the story. Oliver's Travels was inspired by my friend's son, Oliver, who is nonverbal. He's 19 now, but I thought I'd just write the smaller version of him. (laughs) Oliver loved to abscond. He still does. He did it a few times during the pandemic and when schools were in lockdown earlier last year, I believe. I remember everyone um, went out searching for him. We all went out, friends, everyone, you know, we put stuff out on Twitter to go and find him. And he loves reading maps. So his aim was to get to Scotland. That's where he went. Eventually he was found in Scotland. Oh my goodness. Yes. And the surprising thing is that on his way to Scotland, what got me thinking about the story as well is that he stopped at a train station and tried to non-verbally communicate with someone who worked there. But unfortunately, the person didn't realize that he had a disability and put him back on the train. Oh. So that's when the revelation came, and I decided to write about Oliver's travels. I wanted to bring awareness, and not only for one day or one week, but every day, And I wanted to write a story where families could have a conversation around autism. The story begins with Oliver introducing himself. He says, hello, my name is Oliver. I have autism. Now, I think this is a great opportunity to discuss what autism is and to talk about children, young people or adults with autism. Mm. So Oliver's travels, a trip to Wembley Stadium is a way of giving children like Oliver, who are nonverbal, and my boy as well, a voice. Yes. Here, Oliver's strength in reading maps is highlighted and he finds joy in discovering new places, getting on that train and getting on that bus. And this story is about caring, friendship, identity, learning and belonging. Mm. And it also showcases the work of carers or outreach workers whose role is to help give parents or carers respite by taking children or young people with autism out into the community. I believe it's a wonderful resource. In the story, you've got John, who is Oliver's helper, right? who takes him out into, 
into the community. So I love the fact that I was able to bring that into light as well. Yeah. So I'd say if you want um, to educate your children on autism in an easy and accessible and relatable way, then this is the book for you. Oh, well, where can we purchase it? You can get it on Amazon, Oliver's Travels, a trip to Wembley Stadium, or you can also have, I've got a link here to my website, autism-storyteller.com. What I really like about when you were talking is there's another message that goes underneath that as well as the raising awareness. It's the idea that we can find joy in so many different things and what one person finds joy in another person may not find joy in, but it doesn't matter because you find joy in it. And we need to recognize that. That's it. Exactly. And everyone on the artistic spectrum is different. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah, we all mm-hmm. are so different. And I need to embrace that neurodiversity because yes. I always feel, well, who wants to be typical anyway? <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> what do you think is still misunderstood about autism? There are so many misunderstandings, but I think if I were to go into that today, we wouldn't have time. But <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Children with autism present in different ways and they don't always share the same characteristics. Mm. And just to give a few examples, when it comes to language, spoken language, some may present as verbal, preverbal, or nonverbal. And for behavior, some individuals may stim. Oliver stims when he expresses his happiness. He says, I clap my hands and nod my head. Mm. So that's him, his way of stimming. Mm. Having a familiar routine is important for some, and the individual will be upset if that routine changes Mm. so I think people need to recognize that as well and when it comes to interacting with others individuals may avoid eye contact so coming to that lack of understanding Mm. about autism there's that stigma attached which may be very undesirable to some Mm. parents and again it could be culturally Mm. religiously and parents may avoid a diagnosis of autism for fear of rejection friends or other family members Mm. and in some cases some may be in denial that their child has autism so it's just a matter of everyone educating themselves and children and young people with autism are talented I just want to stress that it's a matter of working with them to draw that talent out to hone their gifts you know and help them develop and I believe that getting the right support or intervention from earlier on is key And I want to acknowledge that it's not always an easy road for parents and carers of children or young people with autism because they're often misjudged because of lack of information on the topic. And parents and carers need as much support as they can get from other parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, siblings, teachers, and especially health professionals. Showing empathy, providing reassurance, would enable parents to feel supported and understood. And I think that's key. Yes, because you can feel very, very lonely. And this can be when you're raising a child with or without autism. Mm -hmm. You can feel like you're the only person. No one's really given you the manual. You worry about being judged. It's one of those things that we can feel all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, in your book, I love the introduction. Hello, I'm Oliver. I have autism. I think that's absolutely first class. So what have you found that helps support children with autism? Now, there's a Myers phrase, which means in his own time and space, I found that 
giving children and adults a bit of time and space to process their thoughts can be quite invaluable. Giving them time to connect to what has been said and space to carry out whatever action is required is so, so important. Reading a social story, especially to younger children, helps with changes in routine and reduces overwhelm. So I think, yeah, these just a few tips that, that I can offer. I think that's great. And I was smiling whilst you were talking about the time and space because yes. we're both teachers originally. Yes. And mm-hmm. one thing that I remember learning in my teacher training was don't ask a question and immediately expect a reply from anybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least give it four or five seconds yes, before definitely. you start saying, right, anybody, anybody. Yes. <laughs> People need to process. Yes. That's true for everybody. Mm. And I've had another guest on the show who talked about understanding and more awareness of dementia. Mm. And she said, get it right for someone with dementia. You'll get it right for other people. I'm getting the same thing here. Get it right for somebody with autism. You'll get it right for more people. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's fantastic. Um, How can it help for a child to understand autism or be able to take ownership or explain their their diagnosis Mm -hmm. if they have the verbal skills to do so? So teachers, parents and carers can work with children by using storytelling, role play and reading books on autism like my book or um, Oliver's Travels would be good starting points to help address autism. And I think siblings as well play a very important role in this. So, you know, to helping bring awareness and, you know, teaching their younger brothers and sisters about autism. Schools can also offer workshops on autism to bring more awareness. I think that could be an excellent starting point. Maybe some are already doing it, but I think we need more of that. Mm. And I believe that if we lay the foundations from earlier on and find new and exciting ways to bring awareness, and acceptance, then greater understanding on autism can be achieved. Yes. Oh, I fully, fully agree with you. And what's next for you? You've got a lot of things going on. So where can we learn more about you and find out what you're getting up to? Yes. So yes. So thank you for asking. So I use positive psychology and coaching psychology in my practice. And I coach professional women who have healed trauma through therapy and are ready to flourish, live joyful, abundant lives with confidence. We all need that. Yes. (laughs) This is a woman after my own heart, honestly. And I specialize in post-traumatic growth. Um, I also work as an associate coach, coaching both um, neurotypical and um, neurodiverse adults as well. Moving forwards, I'd love to do a PhD where I can... um, do my research on well-being and autism mm. so I'm currently looking for a scholarship and a PhD supervisor who can help me with that because I think we need to find out more and with regards to getting a copy of my book again I will just reiterate again it's um, www.autism-storyteller.com or you can go onto Amazon and just look up Oliver's Travels a trip to Wembley Stadium and if you'd like to work with me then you can visit my website Nicole-Etienne, that's E-T-I-E-N for November, N for November, E.co.uk. You can find me on Instagram at Nicole-Etienne underscore coaching and also on Twitter at Nicole, um, 
It's a capital E coaching. So at Nicole Capital E Coaching. Uh, That's me. <laughs> fabulous. Thank you so much, Nicole. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Audrey. Thank you. And that's all we have time for. But if you'd like to find out more, do go to my website, which is www.draudreyt.com and check out my articles, which give you practical tools to live your best life. Or you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive.